Sue Webb, good mm-hmm. morning. Good morning, Mark. Geez, you've got some great energy. Paula, you have been, been chatting. We've been chatting away while you were out getting a coffee and Sue and I are both from Adelaide. So she speaks like me. Well, hang on, she's a local. Can we just focus on the fact that she's a local She is a local and, and a, a former local teacher. teacher. She's still a teacher. Yeah, yes, very much. Now, you're a teacher at which school now? So I have been teaching at Siena College. Um, Just recently made a decision to um, move away from permanent teaching because I was looking for some more flexibility. I've got some exciting projects coming up that I wanted some time um, to be able to focus on, but still very much in the classroom. Your new book is called Teachers Cry Too, which is a lie straight off the bat. Teachers do not... (laughs) No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm sure they do cry. It's a hell of a journey. Yeah. Teacherhood, isn't it? Like, it is. uh, I think you go, you as teachers give a lot of yourself, and often it can go unnoticed and a little sort of unchecked in a sense. That's true. We often talk about the invisible uh, demands of the job um, and it's an immensely rewarding profession. But I wrote Teachers Cry too um, because I wanted to talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching. It has a particular focus on the importance of well-being and mental health in schools. Um, and it was prompted really by a personal experience I had of mental illness a few years ago. Mm. Thankfully, I'm in a much better so place you had, now. you had a panic attack. Yeah, so that was the start of what was to become a four-year journey of mental illness. Oh. Um, and as I said, thankfully, I'm in a much better place now and better able to talk about that experience, hoping to be able to share it with others who might might also be struggling with the same kind of challenges. Did you find that going through your own mental health challenge it sort of opened your eyes to maybe the kids are going through this, other parents of kids are going through this, you know what I mean? That this this is really threaded throughout society, isn't it? It really is. And our classrooms are um, a reflection of what's happening in our society more broadly. Um, and so when we think about some of the issues facing young people today, when we think about, you know, the rise in uh, anxiety and stress-related mm. disorders, when we, when we talk about um, gaming addictions and self-harm oh. and suicidal ideation, all of those things are visible in our classrooms. Uh, and these are the things that teachers are dealing with. Certainly, as you said, Mark, my own experience has made me much more aware of what um, what that feels like when, when you're in a space where you're feeling overwhelmed and there are students in our classrooms who are going through similar. So are you, so you're stepping away from teaching? No, I'm still very much in the classroom. The classroom yep. is where I want to be. You want to be there. Um, I've had a number of leadership roles over the course of my career. I have made a conscious decision to step away from those. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm still very much focused in the classroom. That's where I love being. That's where I find the energy. Um, And and you've got great energy, so I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. My sister's also a high school teacher, Ah. so, you know, I hear some really tough stories. What do you teach English? I I teach English. And you're right, Paula, one of the things um, that I think is true is that most people have got a teacher in their lives. Mm. Um, uh, They either know one or they live with one. Um, And so um, one of the things that I wanted to share about the story is the impact not only on teachers of you know, things like work stress and emotional overload, but the impact on the people that they're living with. Often teachers take their work home. Of course. Um, yeah. It would. Yeah. And, and, and I think, too, a lot of people who don't appreciate teachers and teaching and the job they do might stand outside and go, oh, 
What about all those holidays they get? That's they true. only work till three in the hours. Oh. What are they complaining about? Oh, how I wish that were true. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, when the book launched in November, I asked my husband to talk about the things that he'd learned from our experience from his perspective. And he shared three things that he'd learned. And the first thing he learned was that he had to realise that as I was going through my my struggles, he, he couldn't just step in and fix that. I had to find a way to do that myself. The second thing he learned is that he kept saying to himself, if we could just get through this, if we can just mm. push through this, then things will go back to normal and we can go back to living our lives the way we used to. I think a lot of people fall into uh, that trap. That's right. And and what we've realised um, is that things look a little different now, not necessarily better or worse. In fact, actually, I would say um, I'm really excited by some of the opportunities that have come since writing the book. And the third thing he said was that um, he felt as though he wasn't able to reach out for support because he was trying to protect my privacy. And in fact, he needed he realised that he needed to reach out for support for himself, not not for me, but for him. So when, if we could talk a little bit more about maybe some of the symptoms you're experiencing, because I still think that um, a lot of people, when they strike a mental health issue, either in their own mind or in someone close to them, they kind of think, well, so-and-so's acting a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, depression, anxiety and all these things aren't always someone being quiet and stuck in their bedroom kind of thing. Mm. They can be people marching on and their whole mindset changes, but they're still physically there, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And and you've nailed it there. I think um, for, for a lot of the time I was physically there, but not always emotionally or mentally, mentally there. there. And yeah. um, the statistics bear out, you know, I think in, in, the, the number of teachers who are th- thinking about quitting is too high in my opinion. But I think um, the question is not whether they will actually quit. It's more about have they already mentally checked out? Um, and so some of the symptoms I experienced were withdrawal, distancing myself, cutting yeah. myself off from social situations. Mm-hmm. Mental health can be quite isolating. Yeah, um, yeah. And, 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 and were you possibly saying to yourself at some point, look, I'm, I'm not really uh, worth this? You know what I mean? Like were you, were you telling yourself as that problem got worse, you were actually telling yourself the problem was worse as well. Yeah, um, I think there were a couple of things going on for me. Number one, I had never experienced it before, so I didn't understand it. Yes. I didn't no. understand what had happened or why it had happened or and I had no idea of how long it would last. And so I kept putting that off. One of the reasons I was reluctant or slow to get professional help is that I kept thinking to myself, if I can just push through until the weekend, then I can have a rest. Can or have if I can break. just yeah. just get to the school holidays, then things then will, I can stop. things will be, be yeah. better. Um and so I, that, that was a bit of an inhibitor for me. Um, if I knew then what I know now, I would have been much more proactive about putting strategies in place um, to be able to recover perhaps so was, a little earlier. So was it very cathartic writing this book? Yeah, it really you? was. There, there were chapters that were harder to write than others. Um, so, uh, you know, there, there's a chapter in there about the impact on teachers when we lose our students, for instance. Mm. Um, and, and that was something that I experienced as a first-year teacher that was completely unexpected. And to be honest, I was out of my depth. I simply didn't know how to deal with something like that. Mm. Um, And I think as I was writing about that experience, I realised that actually I hadn't really allowed myself to grieve 
um, for the students. That's that, hard. Yeah. 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 That's, um, that, that, it's, it's a long journey. I mean, I could sit here and make a 45 minute yeah, podcast sure, with you. No worries yeah. at all, Sue. It is absolutely brilliant. The book is called Teachers Cry Too. Where can we pick this one up? So um, I'd love people to jump on my Instagram or Facebook account at Teachers Cry Too. The links are available there. You can also get it through Amazon and Harry Hartogs at Sunshine Plaza oh, has got They've some got signed copies. Yeah, oh, I've left we've got a couple guys. to give away. Yes, now. we do. Yes, we do. And now you uh, have a mentor and you mentioned her in this book. Oh, yes. So tell, um, tell Mark. Uh, uh, Mark, I was telling Paula that uh, when I trained as a teacher, my teacher was Mem Fox. And through this oh. journey, yeah. through writing this story, we've reconnected. Um, so she was really Love this. my first, one of my first teachers and my greatest inspiration for getting into teaching. And she's still, her, you know, her, her lessons still guide me today as, as a teacher myself. She's That's, a brilliant teacher. She See, is brilliant. That is brilliant. She really well, is. Uh, I think it's a it's a wonderful opportunity for not just teachers as well. Maybe you're a partner of a teacher or your mum or whatever. Make sure you get onto this one. Uh, it is, of course, Sue Webb, Teachers Cry Too. And I know you're going to teach some English uh, to school kids very soon. Can I just <laughs> put to you, I before E except after C is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Okay. There we go. Always exceptions no, to the rules. No, aren't I've they? said it. I've said it. It's Mark, a lie. Sue even taught at the school I went to here on the Sunshine Coast. She taught right? at St John's. I okay. have. So not you'd be me, though. See. She didn't teach me. Oh, but you would have seen all the graffiti she left behind. I didn't. A lot of graffiti. Terrible stuff. Still cleaning it up. <laughs> Sue, you're beautiful. The phones are ringing mad for your brand new book. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good luck with it. Thank you. It's been lovely being here. And of course, if you found any of those uh, issues triggering and you do want to talk to someone, start off with Lifeline. That's 13, 11, 14, and they'll point you in the right direction.